0: get started learn more about high yield cash accounts at betterment.com investing involves risk performance is not guaranteed cash reserve offered through betterment llc and betterment securities betterment is not a bank if you've ever been in the market for a new home you know home shopping can be a lot there's so much you don't know and so much you need to know what are the neighborhoods like what are the schools like who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Saturday, January 8th. And as I warned that if there was something strange in the jobs report, I would give you a little headline and explanation. So here's what we know. 199,000 jobs were created in December, and that's about half of what was expected by economists. The unemployment rate dropped down to 3.9%, and that is a pandemic low closing in on that three and a half percent we saw back in February of 2020, which was a 50-year low. All right. So what gives here? Well, you know, there are two surveys that the government uses to report on jobs every month. One is called the Establishment or the Payroll Survey. And that one asks employers, hey, how many jobs did you fill during the month? How much did you have to pay people? How many hours worked? The Household Survey asks respondents, whether they were working or actively seeking employment, and also some demographic information. So 199,000 jobs were created in December, according to the employers. And when you talk about the household survey, that survey showed 651,000 people became employed during the month. Now, look, the difference between these surveys could narrow in subsequent months. The Previous two months saw a nice upward revision, but also look, there's something weird about the way we capture information in this COVID era. We have never seen the labor force move around like it has. Um, Some of the folks out there um, that I follow at Capital Economics they say don't draw any strong conclusions because we're going to get a big annual revision to both sets of figures that's going to be released when we get the January data next month. But here's the big picture, gang: the U.S. labor market is broad healing, but it is doing so in fits and starts as COVID and its variants ebb and flow. We saw a record 6.4 million jobs created in 2021. That's after the record 9.4 million jobs that were lost in 2020. We're about 84% of the way towards recapturing all the jobs lost. The unemployment rate, as I said, down at 3.9%. We are closing in on those 50-year lows. And I just don't think this means anything for the Federal Reserve. If anything, it probably means that with wages rising, the Fed feels like, hey, you know what? We're at full employment. Life's good on the jobs front. Let's move to inflation. I think that we could see a rate increase as soon as maybe the March meeting. So that's what we got about the jobs report. We'll uh, keep you posted. And as always, if you have questions, go to the website, jillonmoney.com. I wrote a long piece about it for the weekend. Today, we are on the line with Gabe from Pennsylvania. We're talking about 529 plans. Hey, Gabe, how can we help you out?
1: Hey, hey, good morning. Um, thank you. I love the show. I'm just going to see if uh, my family is doing the stuff. Right in terms of our financials. Tell us about yourselves. Uh, so, mid 30s, my wife and I both work gainfully employed, earn um, nearly six, 160K together. She has a 457. I have a 401K. All together, everything's about 125 grand. I would say we both, so both are eligible for pensions when we retire. at nice. Both our companies Oof. on top of that. Uh, um, tell
0: me how much you guys are contributing each. So, how much is she contributing to her 457?
1: Forty-seven is about 7%, and my 401k, I do 10% with a 4% match. Do you guys have kids? Two kids, a uh, 7-year-old and a 1-year-old.
0: So, tell me about any debt that's outstanding.
1: Outstanding debt, uh, about two hundred and forty grand on um, the house currently, yep. and um, a car payment that's going to be up in a few months. But other than that, student loans are paid, credit card bills are paid um, every single month on in full
0: okay emergency reserve
1: uh roughly seven months of um if one of us great was let go perfect and a- after that you know maybe we can dip into it in case if like uh, a pipe breaks or something like that mm-hmm. so we have insurance for stuff like that mm-hmm.
0: but for the most
1: part we're all right I guess.
0: great sounds like you have really got a-, a handle on this i feel like I-, I don't need to do anything so tell me what is your actual question
1: well we don't have a 529 currently we're Setting aside roughly three to 400 a month for every single person in our household mm-hmm. saved about um, six grand for, for the older kid and then about 2500 for the younger kid. Yep. Not sure if us just putting holding it in the savings account is really helpful at the moment. Mm. So I was wondering, like, should the five twenty nine be something we should do? Should we slow down? I know we listen to your podcast a few times. Sometimes you say, "Hey, worry about yourself first, then <laughs> You
0: know, uh, have you have you ever? I mean, look, what strikes me is really amazing is that you both of you are contributing to retirement, but you are also eligible for pensions. Yes. So that's a huge benefit to me. I'm guessing that if you were to run retirement numbers, I don't know if you've done it yet, but if you were to look at those retirement numbers, I'm wondering how do you look for retirement? I bet that you look damn good because of the pensions plus your savings. I don't know. Have you ever run those numbers or not?
1: You know, you play around with it here and there, but it's like you always see those commercials. Like I need 1.5 million to retire. Yeah. I need 2.0 million. I'm like, I never know what the exact number should be. Honestly, we haven't like gone on many vacations recently because mm-hmm. I'm more about, hey, one of us gets fired, one of us gets fired, we need to have that money there just in case.
0: Dude, you got to like we- slow down and enjoy your life a little bit. <laughs> Calm down a little bit here. You know, if you are both getting pensions and you're putting money away, you can kind of chill out a little bit. And I think that doing what you're doing for retirement is great. I mean... Ostensibly, you know, because both of you will have pensions, just think of that additional amount you are putting away—the ten percent that you put into your four hundred one k plus your four percent match, your wife's seven percent contribution to her four fifty seven. I just have a great sense that that's likely to do the job that you need for retirement. In which case, then we're brought to today. Let's guess that that's right, okay? And you're not okay. Gonna, you are not going to—you don't need to put more money away. So when you have been you know putting money into this savings account to say you know for let's say it, put it into savings and you haven't decided what to do with it i love a 529 plan for college using a 529, especially if there's any sort of um, state income tax deduction that is available to you is really a great thing. You know, we have uh, six, so 10 grand that you have, you're right to sort of gear it more towards the older rather than the younger one. 520, here's the thing. The 529 account is really the most efficient way to save for college because you put the money in, it grows without any tax. And if you take it out for college for a qualified education expense, guess what? It's not taxed. So it's kind of like a Roth for college savings. It's really efficient. It is much better than a brokerage account. The only downside is that if both of those kids don't go to college, right? Because if one doesn't go to college, you can slide the money to the other one. But if both don't go to college, then you've got to pay a penalty and pay the tax that's due to me it's a good that's a good bet for you guys
1: well so here's a quick question then so it's roughly 10 grand you know how much of that should i just roll in try to roll into a 529
0: well i mean you already have you've got an emergency reserve fund right correct can i make a suggestion maybe let's do it this way of the 10 grand can you put two grand and like have a vacation You know, uh, I can, can we, can we give you a vacation? Can you take some of that money out and say, some of this money is vacation money. You know, you don't have to spend a zillion dollars and go to Disney and spend, you know, the whole 10 grand. But, you know, if you want to go someplace, take a vacation, enjoy your life a little bit and go visit somebody. And you say, yeah, you know, of the 10, we're going to take three grand and blow it on vacation. I think that'll probably be good. And then you're left with the $7,000. And then of the seven, put five in the older ones, two in the younger ones, five twenty nine. I really yeah, think and you're but you're saving a lot of money every month, right? How much are you saving every month?
1: The, the anywhere from a thousand to, you know, fifteen, sixteen hundred, depending on, you know, winter bills, obviously, northeast.
0: So you know what? I think what would be really smart for you is that whatever that monthly amount is, some portion of that should be like a vacation fund. So really, it's silly to deny yourself because it's actually important that you like enjoy you and your family and your life and, and not become one of these people who's like, all we can do is save. Because that's no fun. <laughs> really, it's not. I, I mean, so even if it were like 200 a month is your vacation fund and then 500 a month goes into older child's account you know, one, two, three hundred goes into younger child's account. That's okay. I actually think that it is important for you to make it a priority to do something fun every year as a family.
1: So, how often should the contributions to these five twenty accounts should it be happening the same way? I'm just contributing to a savings account currently as It
0: can, yeah. Why not okay. put it on autopilot? Maybe it's gotcha. a, maybe you know that every single month you are able to do a thousand. Okay. Okay. And so, of that thousand, again, some portion goes into your vacation fund. Some portion goes into older childs, 529. Some portion goes into younger childs, 529. Okay, if you are in the mood, if you feel like you wanna give us a little holler, just go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact button and tell us, like, hey, do you like the website? Tell us if you've got a financial question. Ask us an economic question. Is there some term that's being bantered about in the press that you don't get and you want a little explainer? Let us know that as well. We're here for you. JillOnMoney.com. That's where everything lives. Bookmark it. Go back to it over and over and over again. And while you're there, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Don't forget you can do that. And you can subscribe to our sister broadcast, which is called Eye on Money. Okie dokie. Do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.